You're listening to the Faith Roots Audio Podcast with Pastor Willie George. You can watch the full video version of this episode and join the conversation with your comments on the Faith Roots YouTube channel. Simply search Faith Roots on YouTube and be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Now, here's Pastor Willie George with today's message. Well, welcome to our series on converting primary resources, Deuteronomy 8.18, and I trust that you're going to remember the scripture and make it a part of your belief system. You shall remember the Lord your God, for it is He who gives you the power, the ability, the means to get wealth. doesn't say that He gives you wealth directly. He gives you the means, the process to do this. Now, the language of God emphasizes the role of the conversion processes in the way He provides for Israel. Now, here's a new one. It's Exodus chapter 3 and verse 8. Let me tell you why this is different. The children of Israel are going to go into the land of Canaan. God wants them to have a new way of thinking about money and provision as they go there. So this is what He said. So I have come down, this is Exodus 3, 8, to deliver them out of the hand of the Egyptians and to bring them up from that land to a good and a large land, to a land flowing with milk and honey. Notice God didn't say to a land overrun with silver and gold. He didn't say that. He said it's a land flowing with milk and honey. These are things that you can consume. When people look for money, instead of focusing on the God-ordained processes that convert to money, they become slaves to money. Let me read 1 Timothy chapter 6 and verse 10. For the love of money is a root of all kinds of evil for which some have strayed from the faith in their greediness and pierced themselves through with many sorrows. Now this is the beauty of God's money system. God's money system working through a process of conversion is designed to keep you from seeking money. It doesn't mean that you won't have money. It doesn't mean that you won't have plenty. It's just that money is not your chief aim. There is something else that you are looking at, something else that you are pursuing. This process is designed to help you keep your focus in the right place. This this very thing suggests that loving money takes our faith away from these processes that you are going straight for money and you're not seeing the process. God is all about the processes. So for this reason, he told the children of Israel, I'm bringing you into a land that flows with milk and honey. That term, milk and honey, a land of milk and honey, it appears 17 times in the scripture. Now, If you know anything about my teaching, you'll hear me all the time saying that numbers reveal something about certain things. Uh, The number 17, for instance, is associated with God's elect. Romans chapter 8, 
There are 17 things there listed that cannot separate us from the love of God. You will see that the number 17 is used to describe certain people. When God chose them, it means someone chosen of God, something chosen. It's the chosen. That's 17. So when God says 17 times, Canaan is the land of milk and honey, it means that that land is chosen by God. It's still chosen of God today. And that's why the devil fights to keep the Jewish people from occupying and enjoying that land. That's why it's always under threat. And that's why the world always pressures uh, the people of Israel to give up their land. Um, throughout Scripture, God speaks favorably of those who keep flocks and livestock. That's what the milk is about. When God says Canaan is a land of milk, he means that there are places in Canaan where there are rich grasses. In fact, it may be too rocky to farm, but that doesn't mean the grass doesn't grow in abundance. And so the land of Canaan was a, a land of rich grass. That's why it could be considered a land of milk. There's a conversion process that has to happen between the grass and the milk. You've got to have cattle or sheep and goats, and as they eat that grass, their bodies convert that into milk that can be turned into food. And so that's what God is getting at. There's a process here. Uh, the Bible says that every beast of the forest is mine and the cattle on a thousand hills. Now this is interesting. God says... I don't want you loving money, but I'm going to bless you with livestock. Now, isn't that interesting? He didn't say, I'm going to bless you with money. I'm going to bless you with the stuff that is converted. And that's why you see favorably uh, these people who are spoken of in Scripture who have cattle and sheep, Abel, Job, Abraham, Jacob, David, the shepherds at Bethlehem, and even the Lord himself owns cattle. So what we see here is God is not opposed to the process, so he blesses you with the process, and he speaks very favorably about people who have cattle, rejoices in their wealth. The Lord has pleasure in the prosperity of his servant, but it's not that they're sitting around all the time looking at their gold and silver and dreaming of it and thinking about it and slaves to it because God doesn't want us being slaves to money. God also speaks favorably of farmers and those who work the soil. Now this is interesting. I'm going to read to you from 1 Kings chapter 19. This is about Elisha. He was a prophet later, but right now he has a totally different occupation. So he departed from there and found Elisha, the son of Shaphat, who was plowing with 12 yoke of oxen before him, and he was with the 12th. Then Elijah passed by him and threw his mantle on him. And he left the oxen and ran after Elijah and said, Please let me kiss my father and my mother, then I will follow you. And he said to him, Go back again, for what have I done to you? So Elijah turned back from him, or Elisha turned back from him, took a yoke of oxen, slaughtered them, boiled their flesh using the oxen's equipment, and gave it to the people, and they ate. Then he arose and followed Elisha and became his servant." Now, this is interesting. Here's this man who is a wealthy farmer. He has 12 yoke of oxen. 
He is leading the 12th yoke. These are not 12 or 24 oxen pulling one plow. These are 12 yoke of oxen pulling 12 plows. So he's got all of these hired servants. He is a wealthy man by any standard. So he is plowing, and he is chosen by God to be the successor to the most famous prophet in Israel after the time of Moses. So this is a, an amazing thing. God is blessing him and smiles favorably on him because he's engaged in this process. So what I want you to see is when you go straight for money and you don't see the importance of the conversion process, money will take your focus away from the way God wants to bless you. These processes are all about serving people. The processes are all about meeting the needs of people. Elisha is growing food to feed hungry people. There are people all around who depend upon what he does and on the farm that he has. The food that he's growing is a blessing does he have money? Undoubtedly. But the thing about it is, he is focused on the process, not what he's going to get at the end of the day. He loves the process. That's what God wants to take us to. Do you love the process, working the process? Because the process is all about making things better for your fellow man and blessing people. That is what you see. So God would have us to focus on the processes that he uses to supply our needs and not the money itself that comes as a result. So there's nothing wrong with loving your job. There's nothing wrong with loving what you do. There's nothing wrong with wanting to be a blessing to people. So I would say when you get up in the morning, quit thinking about, how am I going to get money? Think this way instead. How can I use my gifts today to be a blessing to my fellow man? What can I do to lift someone's spirits today? How can I do my job in such a way as to relieve a burden on humanity? When you think like that, now you're thinking with God and He blesses it. I'll see you tomorrow. I want to thank you for watching our podcast today. And if you really liked it, would you please give us a little thumbs up by clicking on that sign down below? And then I would encourage you to subscribe to our channel so you don't miss any of our future podcasts because they're all going to be good. And if you would like to support us financially, either with a one-time gift or recurring gift, you can do that by clicking on the link below or going to myfaithroots.com. Thank you so much for watching this program. We hope this message has been a blessing to you. Ratings and reviews help us reach more people. So take a moment to leave a review on your podcast app and consider sharing an episode with a friend or family member that needs to be built up and encouraged in the Lord today. Thank you for listening.